0: We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Examining oneself is the best way to open the door for correction. Examining oneself is the best way to open the door for correction. First Corinthians 11 and 28 tells us, but let a man do what? Let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. So he's talking about he that eateth and drinketh unworthily shall be guilty of the Lord's death. So let that man examine himself. You grew up holding this Pentecostal like I did. You didn't have to examine yourself. They examined you. They just knocked the cup out your hand. You tried to, I can't take a Well, you better get away from here. You're going to drop dead if you take it. Remember they used to do that? They wouldn't let the kids take it. They, you know, only certain people could take Was that just my church? And remember how you just wanted one day, one day, one day, I'm going to drink that grape juice <laughs> one day, one day. See, Baptist people don't know what I'm talking about because you were just saved just because you came to church if you was Baptist. But the Pentecostal church, oh, my goodness, boy, they, they had some strict rules. And I mean, they wasn't letting no kids take communion. Teenagers, no, you couldn't take it because you might drop dead right then. I wonder if somebody ever dropped dead. I don't know, but they they weren't going to let you drop dead. Not on their watch. You weren't going to catch a case against the church. So they made sure. (laughs) They made sure. So you didn't have to examine yourself. They examined you. But it's better when you examine yourself. That's, that opens the door for correction. It's always better to realize you need correction rather than having it presented to you by others, isn't it? Isn't it? It's always better when you do it than when someone else has to do it. Amen? It is always better when you then point the finger at yourself and say, "You know, I need to change this. This is gonna get me in trouble." Then trouble telling you, "I got you in trouble." Amen. So it's always better when correction comes uh, to yourself when you can feel it. You know, and I tell people all the time. I was talking. Well, that's what I was saying last week. You got to be able to put yourself on a fast, and you got to be able to discipline your own flesh. Right. You have to know how to do that. You need to know when you need to sit down. I just told the leadership, so we had a leadership meeting, and I told them, I said, get, I said, sit down yourself before you get sat down. Just sit down. Now you know, I need to sit down. I'm out of control before I get a report of you at the juke joint. <laughs> do they still have juke joints? They're just clubs now, huh? You should have put yourself on notice. Amen. You should have deal with. Amen. amen, amen. The same thing shouldn't keep taking you down. Amen. Robert come to town and you in sin until he leave. You can't do that. You started that when you was twenty. You it out. But when Robert come to town, you can just feel when his wheels of the plane touch down. You you MIA. What's the song? What was she at church? Robert. Amen. <laughs> hey, I'm messing with somebody because this is a true story for somebody. Oh, Amen. Man. You ought to be able to say, you know what, Robert, I'm sorry. You can't have none no more. <laughs> We're not married. You married to somebody, you got grandchildren. I see the pictures online. I'm, I'm preaching in here. Cause that's what's happening, hey, Amen. You can't have your little side dish or little scoochie on the side or scoochie, hey, Amen. It's your main dish, but you his side dish. Oh, it works the other way too. hmm Some of these women got these side dishes. I was telling somebody that the other day, I, I I I get hit with so many women. I get hit almost with more women cheating on their husbands than men. Well, because they married some old whack dude that they can boss around, push around, tell him what to do, and they don't even like him, so they cheating with a dude that put him in check. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I got it. I get it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what God created them to be attracted to. I preach a man in here. DVD, I don't need no DVD. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, that's what I've been here. I, I mean, they, you know, yeah. We don't even want to talk about the cold. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's happening more and more as these women get empowered in our nation. They want to do everything they think men do. Yeah. well, I mean, You can't roll like a man if you're a woman. Amen. You don't have the tools to do that. I know you want to be one real bad. I know you, you probably growing facial hair just to get close. But you ain't going to ever be a man. You are not made like that. You weren't created like that. You can't do it. You can't handle it. It's going to destroy you. Amen. Be a woman. Hey Amen. Why would you want to be? Why don't you want to be a woman, soft and sweet? What they say, little girls are made of sugar and spice. I'm spice, yeah, but you, chili powder. You too spicy. you don't want to be sugar and spice and everything nice well you always got to wrestle and fight and rough and robust want to be tough and carry the load of a man you can't do it you're not created that way god did not make you that way you can't tell god how you should function your body tells you how you should function And keep functioning outside of the way your body is designed to function. And watch it start breaking down. I'm at the second bullet. But somebody needed that. Amen. 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 Don't let that strive and get to you like that. Amen. Uh, it's, It's always better to realize you need correction. Psalm 66 and 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord... Will not hear me. So that means we got to get the sin out of our heart for the Lord to hear us. You don't pray, Lord, keep me in this sin I'm about to do and don't let nothing bad happen. You can't pray nothing bad happening and you getting ready to do something bad. Does that even make sense? You can't regard iniquity. So you have to get the iniquity out of your heart. You got to get the sin out of your heart in order for the Lord to hear you. I know folks say, you know, the Lord can't hear a sinner's prayer unless it's a prayer of repentance. Y'all heard that before, right? Lord hears everything. Get somewhere and sit down. <laughs> now, whether He answers it or not, that's a whole other story. When we judge ourselves, we can deal with the public and private issues that no one is privy to. So the person that's judging the outside, they can only get a few things. But the things no one sees, only you can get those. That's why it's better to judge yourself because you can deal with the public stuff and the private things. Proverbs 14 and 10. The heart knoweth his own bitterness, and a stranger doth not intermingle with his joy. So only your heart knows its own bitterness. The level of bitterness in your heart, only you can discern and judge. The level of it. You know what happened to you. And you know why you're like that. So you need to deal with it. Amen. All right, you, because people on the surface dealing with you on the surface, we can only do so much for the surface. But the stuff that's in your heart, you know, and you have to address. Amen. No human should just be mean all the time and angry. That means something is wrong. Something is in your heart. Somebody did something to you and you need to let it go. Can I keep preaching? Self-examination should begin. This is the beginning of self-examination. It should begin with realizing what and who in our past traumatized or hurt us severely, that's where you start self-examination. We always start, Look, somebody say, always start with the why. Man, we can sit here and, you know, I was in premarital counseling uh, the, uh, Saturday uh, with a couple, and he was asking me, he was like, man, you know, how do you know this? Like, how do you know exactly what I'm doing or how I'm reacting, whatever? And I told him, I said, it's just cause and effect. We all going to do the same thing if this has happened to us. It's just a reaction. Even though we're complex creatures, we're 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 very simple in our cause and effect. This is going to cause this, and this is going to cause a person to act like this. And it's just—I mean—it's like clockwork. It always happens. So after I have counseled thousands of people, talked to thousands of people, all of this, then I I pretty much know what people are going to do. Does that make sense? They all going to do. Everyone's going to do the same thing. If this happened to you, this is what's going to. This is going to be your behavior pattern. Okay, so I can pinpoint that just because of cause and effect. Well, if you know something happened to you, then you should really take a good look on how you're processing it and how you're acting it out. Because that's where self-examination should begin. You had something terribly traumatic happen to you. I guarantee you there are some cause and effect to that. And some of the ways or behaviors that you're acting out are because of that. And so you look at what happened to you, look at the why, then you can address the action. If you don't address the why, the action is going to come back. Does that make sense? Are y'all listening to me? Oh, okay, yeah. So if something in your past traumatized you or hurt you severely, then you're going to act it out. If you're married, you're going to act it out against your spouse in some kind of way. Whether publicly or privately, you're going to act it out. Amen. Yeah, yeah, Y'all see kids in the grocery store or something, and the kid fall on the ground, kicking and hollering and yelling and whatever, whatever. And, you know, I know you'd be like, ooh, I beat him. If that was my kid, I beat him, I beat him. But that's not even the kid's fault. Amen. The kid is, act- that's cause and effect. Yeah. Kid is acting out something that's going on right. that you don't know about. I preach in here. Amen. Yeah, so you can't get mad at the kid. No, no, something is going on in that house to make that kid even act like that in public. Could be the kid just don't have any attention. I tell people all the time, I can tell a, a cry of a baby. I can tell a daycare cry from a different, it, it sounds different. They cry different, a daycare cry. That means they've been left, dropped off or something and they've spent a, a, a great amount of time away from their mother. And they cry different. Oh, you don't have amen. amen. That's okay. Somebody's. says, oh, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> We're not even talking about what you're supposed to do. I'm just telling you, I can tell the cry is different. So you can't always judge the situation by the action. You got to find the why. Amen. 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 Yeah, amen. And you can't do much with the person if you don't understand the why. Daniel 22 and 22, he revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth in him. So God can reveal the deep and secret things. So something may have happened to you, and you may have blocked it out of your own mind. You may have a mild case of MPD, multiple personality disorder, where you created an alter ego to hide what really happened to you, but God can reveal it to you. God will show you. Amen. You don't want to walk around being somebody else that you created when you was 12. (laughs) You need to be who you are or we're going to keep having problems out of you. Amen. Church folk don't like to deal with this. Oh, he in there with all that psychology. You need psychology. Have you checked yourself out lately? Right. Hey, Amen? your husband need a manual to understand you. Amen. The diagnostics manual. He's got to carry cue cards around. Split. He's living with split. to <laughs> call him Knight Shalemite. Deal with you Good Lord, if we are harboring issues, we are projecting those issues through our character, so listen, why would you not deal with it when it's obvious to everyone that something is wrong with you you're projecting it through your character. every character flaw you have is related to your trauma ah yeah, it's evident it's obvious. Something is wrong here. Every church I go to, something, something bad always happens. I've been to 20 churches in the last three years, and something bad always Okay, well, we need to search for the why. Obviously, church can't help you. If church can't help you, that means that church can't get to the real reason you're like you are. There's something deep going on. And, you know, we're in this age now where all of us probably in some kind of way have been traumatized. We're like all victims. You know, the baby boomers, we're victims to the baby boomers. I'm sorry. You know, but they were just taught to teach us to do better than them by making the the, the woman in the home and the the male as the sole provider make, make all that go away and put them both on the grind and let the kids grow up in daycare. Now these are the folks who did it a different way telling us to do it that way. That's traumatizing. But mama, you was there with us. I know, but I wasted my life up in it. But it was us. Mama, you were with us. I know I could have been something special. Yeah. TV. TV did that. Changed everything. Think about it. Changed everything. Who took the woman out of the home and put her in in, in society as far as being uh, put on the grind to try to make it and strive and get her validation from her occupation? She was born with a validation. Her body was born to nourish. Seemed like if God made you that way, that's where your validation would come from. Can you change that? No. So what do we have now? We have most women have more heart attacks than men now because there are more women in the workplace than men. It's all cause and effect because we bought into what TV was telling us and TV was showing us instead of what the Bible says. Yeah. Yeah. And so these kinds of things, they created issues with us because we were pushed to the side for a greater something that was deemed more important than us. Now, you can make a thousand excuses why you put a kid in daycare, but the kid processes it one way. There is something more important than me. You can explain divorce to a kid. See, we still love you the same. It's just we just don't love each other like that. Like what? Like that. What do you mean? No, we love each other. We're just not in love with each other. <clears throat> but you were. We well, you were. But you're not now. No. So you can fall out of love with somebody? So do y'all still love me? Or are y'all going to fall out of love with you? Oh, we can never fall out of love with you. Why? Because you're our child. We can never fall out. Well, that's your husband. That's your wife. How did you do it with them? Well, see, when you're older, you'll understand. What? What? And then here comes the big one. So you're not going to live? No, I'm going to always be here. But, you know, your dad, he's going to move on. He's going to be living somewhere else. So he's leaving me. So was it my fault? No, it wasn't your fault. Well, then why is he leaving? Because I need, see, we see. (laughs) You can't explain it. And so that's trauma. So when that child grows up, One of two things is going to happen. That child is either going to sabotage our relationships that lead to marriage or he's going to sabotage marriage. Because he ain't going to trust nobody to keep loving him. That issue gets harbored and then you're wondering, oh, she a gold digger. She just... Look, Man, she just, she, 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 she date a dude and then just dump him, man. She just, I mean, they get right to the altar and she don't even, she, she just break up. What is going on? You know, you got to deal with the why. What happened to her? How did she process her parents splitting up? You understand what I'm saying? These are serious things we have to consider when we, especially when we have children and we're making decisions. We don't make those decisions for us. We make the decisions for the children. Once you have children, your time is done. Like your time of being who you wanted to be and uh, <laughs> being the bomb, you ain't the bomb no more. You got to give that up. It's children time. Because I want to make sure my kids don't have any traumatic experiences that could. Amen. Let, just let me do better than what was done to me. I don't slight my mother and my father. They did the best they could with the knowledge they had, I guess. But I don't have nothing to do with what I'm going to do. If we harbor, if we are harboring issues, we are projecting those issues through our character, it's impossible to hide what hurts us. Y'all always remember that. It's impossible to hide. So you need to go on and deal with it because it's impossible, impossible to hide it. You know when it's really going to come out? When God is ready for you to do it his way. When God is ready for you to do it his way and you can't do it, you can't let your hands off the rain, you can't trust him, you can't in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct you back. You can't, I, can't I, I, just, I have to do this, Lord. I, I just have to, I can't, I can't trust you with this. That's when it comes out. That means you're harboring something. Something is in God's place. Hebrews 12 and 15, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up does what? Trouble you, because if it troubles you, then thereby many will be defiled. So if it's troubling you, you're going to mess your husband, your kid, you're going to mess your home up. Then you're going to wonder what happened. It's a bitter root. This is why forgiveness and regeneration through God is a must to move forward from it. Forgiveness and regeneration, meaning you forgive and then you get remade. If any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creature. Man, did I drop a bomb in here? Boy, it's thick. Turn that other set of lights on. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Psalms 51 and 10, created me a clean heart. This is David saying, created me a clean heart, meaning the old heart had stuff in it because stuff happened to David. Yeah. Stuff happened. Stuff, some, most of it he did. But because he was a man after God's heart, he wanted God's heart. So clean my heart, oh God, and renew a what? That means it was right once before. It ain't real right right now. So I need you to renew it and make it right again. Okay? These are things that we pray for God to do. So check our character when we're examining ourselves. I got to put you to sleep and, okay. Now we're going back. I know you hear the sprinklers at grandma's house. You know, because most of us baby boomers, if something bad happened, it happened at grandmama's house. Amen. I was just telling somebody that the other day, big mama's house. Y'all, Amen. you know, in the black community, they make big mama's house look like the bomb. Boy, that's where everybody get introduced to smoking, drinking, you get introduced Amen. to porn, you get introduced to everything bad at grandmama's house come from cousins. Cause the gathering of the cousins. You know why? Because people force that. That's your cousin. You should be hanging out with your cousin, whatever. Yeah, but that Mama, he wasn't raised like us. He's raised by wolves. Why are we hanging out with him? That's your cousin because that's my sister's child and the sisters and you know the sisters stay together. And we gonna be sisters forever. We just oh we gonna hang out whatever. But I mean, if we don't all believe the same thing, then my kids ain't going to your house. Right. That. <laughs> there's still cousins Landon don't know, he's 23 bump into him man I'm your cousin, really? I didn't know that right, I didn't want you to know we do going to have cousins gatherings and playing up in the room with the door closed that's that, but you know that's what messed half of us up in here right now some cousin foolishness preaching. I can't speak for the Hispanics and the Dominicans or whatever, but the Negroes, I know what happened at Big Mama House. Do y'all call her Big Mama? What do y'all call her? Giganta Mamacita, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you call her. That was the most racist thing I've said in a long time. But Big Mama's house, that's where it went down. Everybody trying to go to Big Mama's house. You know why? Because most of the mamas was leaving the kids at Big Mama's house because she wasn't raising them. So she dumping the kids off at at, at Granny's house. Those kids raising themselves because Granny can't see. What you watching, baby? Oh, Mama, this a Western. Big Mama, it's a Western. They just in there watching Three's Company eight years old got it on the bikini channel now what is that, is that, 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 that? Oh, now, this is the real estate channel they selling houses it's just all the houses have pools oh okay baby well you know i don't want you watching the wrong thing yeah so they just straight take advantage of her and then the innocent cousins come over there who you know getting raised the right way but you drop them off in there Equal opportunity devil. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Did that happen to anybody? I was traumatized. I'm like, what? What's that? What is that you, what, what you holding? It's a bone. A what? You want to hit it? I, dude, I got allergies. I can't hit that. Grandmama's house. Yeah she come out the back is it green my greens burning what's that i didn't think i was even cooking none i'm cooking some greens Yeah, some greens burning i know i'm preaching in here because y'all know this is the truth that's why man my kid we ain't dropping no no i ain't dropping them off no no Then you got the senile uncle in the back. He only come out to eat and look at the girls. He's there because he couldn't make it on his own. That means something is wrong with him. That means he don't need to be around children. I don't know why I'm up in big mama's house. I don't know, I don't know. Hey man, y'all better cut that junk out with these cousins. This is why forgiveness and regeneration is important. So God can create these, the clean heart in you. Amen. Oh, yeah. Self-examination should end with the company we keep. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who we surround ourselves with or desire to be in the presence of shows our character. So you, this is where your self-examination ends. All you got to do is examine the people you like to be around. Or the people you wish you were around. That's all you got to do. Who do you like to hang out with? That's you. Who do you keep company with? That's you. Yeah. You like to get parachuted down on the island of misfit friends? You a misfit. You fit right in with them. Y'all you know, remember that old Rudolph? What was it? Island of misfit toys. Something was wrong with them. One of them didn't have an arm. One of them, toys incomplete. Some of them not finished. That's your friends list. But we are working on something. No, no, they too old to have that stuff missing. Yeah, that's a reflection on you. You need to clean up, man. You're not, you're not bringing people around you that empower you, that are like-minded. You just want to hang around the opposition all the time. That means you in opposition. First Corinthians 5 and 11. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If a man that is called a brother, saying he's saved, he's a fornicator, covetous. He can be covetous. You're not supposed to hang around anybody covetous. Somebody always trying to come up and have more. Always trying to have more. Never satisfied with what they have. You're not supposed to be around that person. That's what covetous is. Yeah, always just trying to make it. Not one day, man, one day I'm going to have that. Oh, one day I'm going to be driving that. One day I'm going to be living that. One day I'm going to That's covetous. Right. Bible says stay away from them. He said don't keep company with them. You know why? Because they're going to change your intentions. They're going to mess with your contentment. You were content. till he sat in your car and picked it apart. I thought it was a pretty nice car. I mean, it's nice for some people, man, but... You know, you ain't going to sit in my car and tie it down. Hey, you got to get out of my car. And why you in my car, go get in yours. Go get in the one you wish you had. Covetous or an idolatry or idolater. Idolizing or a railer, just keeping up foolishness. Or a drunkard. You're not supposed to be around anybody that drink too much. Amen. You around somebody drink too much, you going to drink too much. You going to wonder why they always happen no matter what happened. I need some of that happiness. They always happen. Or an extortioner. You're not supposed to hang out with an extortioner. With such a one, no not to what? Don't even eat with these guys. Don't sit around the table while somebody is coveting. Because it's going to mess with your contentment. A person that surrounds themselves with foolish people... Are avoiding self-examination so they do not have to change. Oh, yeah, that's why they they, they they don't want to deal with the issue at hand or what's really wrong with them. So they just surround themselves with crap so they can feel better about theirs instead of changing. First Corinthians fifteen and thirty-three. Do not be deceived. Bad company does what? Does what? Ruins good morals amen you why is that your friend why are you around folks all the time that don't believe what you believe why is everybody in your life opposing you oh why are you hanging around what you don't have that's the good that, that's a good one i mean you single why are you hanging around married folks and you want to get married? and they want oh lord over the night oh god i just i mean why what is wrong with me I just can't figure I was wrong. But that's because you stay around married folks and you wish you was married. Once you hang around some single folks that's not married, then maybe you won't be putting that kind of pressure on yourself. Amen. Maybe you would be content if you wasn't hanging around what's making you discontent. Right. Or you don't hang around nobody. And then wonder what's wrong with you. I got a head full of a whole bunch of crazy stuff. That's because you are know that's because you don't have anybody around to balance you out. You're by yourself all the time. Playing solitaire on the computer all the time. You know all the moves. You can play it with your mind. That means you've been in there too long. Uno means one car, not one person. You make yourself draw two all day long. But you need somebody else. And they wonder what's wrong. I just don't understand. And they come, they send me these emails. They want to meet, i meet with you. Why? Oh, because, you know, I'm just, I'm so down on myself or whatever. Okay, so what do you listen to? What music you listening to? You listening to mu- making love music, and you don't have nobody? Right. Why are you doing that to yourself? You watching love, romance, movies, and got all the romance novels fabio's poster on your wall that came free with the subscription yeah you're gonna have some problems you set your life up in a way that you constantly your, your contentment is constantly interrupted Wouldn't you go do some charity work get to that hospital and help some folks in that hospital i, I not you do that do something to feel good about yourself and buy yourself some time until the right man come along Amen. And then he's not going to come along if Robert I thought I forgot about him. If his plane is touching down Friday, that's why you depressed. Seems like no man wants me. No man. That's because you have a man. He's illegal, but you have him. He's in that spot. You think God going to give you somebody and you holding on to somebody? Does that even make, does that sound like God. But you need to find out the why. There's a why there. There's a why There's a why you have to live like that. There's a why. And you need to figure that out. I know I'm preaching in here. Bad company ruins good morals. So you got to watch the company you keep. When we refuse to examine ourselves, we end up living a life that caters to our deficits instead of God's plan for us. So if you're going to refuse if you're going to refuse wise counsel, you're going to refuse to examine yourself, you're going to ex- refuse to deal with what's really wrong with you, then you're going to start catering to yourself. Your life, you're going to surround yourself with people that don't never say anything. You're going to go to a church that never addresses it. You're going to start listening to some music that don't have anything to do with it. You're going you're gonna to fix your life to where you never really have to deal with it. Then when I come along all loud in the microphone preaching, you're going to feel some kind of way. You have to deal with it when it comes to God because God don't want you going around acting out what's in your heart. 2 Corinthians 4 and 3, for the time will come when they will not what? They won't be able to sit through a message like this. Somebody in here can't wait till I finish. When is the last song? Man, they can't endure. They can't make it through sound doctrine. It's bothering them. This message right now is bothering you. said. But after their own lust, meaning what they want to do, they're going to heap up on themselves. Meaning they're going to go find a teacher that will say it the way they want to hear it so it doesn't bother them. You don't like my pastor? You don't like G. Craig? You know, he's a little abrasive. You know, I, 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 know, I, I prefer the Joel Osteen type of preacher. Really, the one that won't ever say anything against anything like somebody jammed a coat hanger in his mouth and he's smiling all the time that's what you want to hear you want to hear a clown on sunday you don't want to hear somebody that's going to deal with what's really wrong with you you sitting in here about to manifest right now trying to hold it in be glad when this is over (laughs) you keep holding it a few more minutes and once you get to the gas station and let it out but after their own lust they're going to heap to themselves teachers they're going to go find what they want to hear folks are doing that because they don't want to hear this truth because the truth makes me uncomfortable man god is going to make you uncomfortable regardless because he's perfect and you're not You're supposed to feel like that. That feeling you got, you're supposed to feel like that. That means God is getting ready to do something. Amos 3 and 3, how can two walk together except they be agreed? You have to be in agreement. Summary! There can be no true correction without examination. We must learn to examine ourselves and hold our choices up to God's word on our own. It's good to have people correct you and let you know when you need to change something. But it's much better when the conviction of God can come to us when no one is up. This is evidence of the Holy Ghost living inside of you. See, that, this is proof that his spirit is in you when conviction can come and nobody's around. Right. He convicts, reproves, and rebukes us when no one is around to check us. When we allow the Holy Spirit... Has that ever happened to Anybody? Nobody have to say anything. You went home and thought about what you said to somebody. Man, I shouldn't have said that. Amen. Lord, forgive me. Man, let me text them. Let me call them and tell them. Man, I, man I'm sorry if I came off the wrong way or whatever. I, I shouldn't have said that. The conviction of God can do that. Right. When we allow the Holy Spirit to do this, we can make corrections on our own and live according to God's standard. Publicly and what? Privately. John 16 and 7. Jesus is talking, and he says, "Nevertheless, he's getting ready to leave his disciples." He said, "Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But I depart. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin, and of righteousness, and of judgment. He's going to reprove the world of sin." because they believe not in me he's going to reprove the world of righteousness of of righteousness because i go to my father and you'll see me no more so that means he's going to come and teach you the right way to do things because i won't be here to do it and then of judgment because the prince of this world is judged who's the prince of this world satan i have yet many things to say unto you but ye cannot bear them now in other words there's a lot that the comforter is going to tell you that I can't tell you right now because you wouldn't even understand it. So as you're going through things, the comforter will comfort you. That's where he gets his name. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you what? Things to come. Everyone stand to your feet. Why did I put this passage in here? I I love this passage, but the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the spirit of truth is what convicts you. When you do something that is not of truth, truth should convict you. When you come in here on Sundays and hear me yelling and screaming, you're supposed to get convicted. Because if I'm preaching truth, truth is going to convict non-truth. Yeah, you're going to feel some kind of way. You might not even want to speak to me. That's okay. I'll be here next week. <laughs> but you got convicted. Ooh, that made me feel some kind of way. Why? Because that truth just challenged something that I've been doing the wrong way. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. You better thank God you feel like that. Yeah. But the real test of whether the Spirit is in you or not Will you comply? Will you change? Because if you continue to ignore his conviction, you won't be convicted anymore.